Morning everybody, it's so nice to see you again. It's a Sunday morning and we get to carry on our series in Joshua. Uh, first let's do something a little bit uh, fun. Here are my keys, they've got a little giraffe on it and I'm going to see if I can hide it in my hand. I'm sure you've done this hundreds of times. You put something behind your back, you try and hide it and then you say to everyone, pick which hand it's in. Which hand? Left, right, left, right, left. It was on my left. This one's quite big, so it's quite hard to hide it. Let's try once more. Uh, which hand do you think it's going to go in? And which hand? Left, right. If you said left again, you were right. Some things you can hide, and some things, well, you can't hide. And today, we're going to read a story in the Bible where a man tries to hide something from God. That doesn't sound so wise. And there's some serious consequences for his actions. So we're going to jump back into Joshua. We're going to look at chapter 7 and chapter 8. And we're going to learn a bit more about what happens to a man called Achan. But before we start, let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for today. Thank you that we can look at your word. Thank you that we can learn more about you. Thank you, Lord, that we can learn that we can't hide anything from you. Um, and we don't need to hide our sin from you. But we can come to you and ask for forgiveness. Amen. Right. So last week, we had this really... Oh, no, let's go back two weeks first. We started the series in Joshua. Remember our newspaper theme? We had Joshua and Rahab. Joshua, the leader of God's people, listening to God's word and doing what it says. Rahab, the lady who'd never heard about God until she heard about what happened in the desert and how he looked after God's people and how she wanted to trust that God and wanted to serve that God. Last week, we learned about Rahab's city. Do you remember what it was called? Starts with a J. Jericho, yes. We learned about the Israelites conquering Jericho, not with swords, but with the Ark of the Covenant, the picture of God's presence with his people. We saw how these people, the priests and the armed men, listened to God's instructions which was slightly weird. They walked around the city for a few days. And then the last day, they walked around the city seven times. And how God conquered that city of Jericho. So much so that that great city went splat. There was nothing left of it. Except who? What did you say their name was? Except Rahab and her family who was saved by God, because she listened to his instructions. She'd put that red cord out of her window. Now, when they conquered Jericho and everything went splat, God gave his people an instruction. And we read it in chapter 6, verse 19. It says, Joshua, destroy everything in the city of Jericho, but all the silver and gold and articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. 
So everything they found in the city that was silver or gold or bronze or iron had to go into the treasury, a place where they kept all the sacred and precious things, like the Ark of the Covenant and all those precious things. That was God's instruction. Now, hmm, we know that when there's an instruction, not everyone always listens to it. So Joshua's chapter 7 starts. But the Israelites acted unfaithfully in regard to the devoted things. Achan, son of Kami, the son of Zimri, the son of Zerah, the tribe of Judah, took some of them. So the Lord's anger burned against Israel. Oh dear, today's story doesn't start very well. Who are these people? This man is Achan. He took what he wasn't meant to out of the city of Jericho. And God was not happy with that. But nobody else knew about it. So we need to carry on. Remember, Joshua is taking his people into the promised land, one city down. Now let's see what's going to happen with the next. So I need my box so we can put up some visuals. What's Joshua going to do? Next city. Next city has a really weird name. It's called I. A-I. So what happens? Joshua sent his men from Jericho to Ai and told them, go and spy out the region. And the men went and they spied out the region. Then they came back to Joshua and they said, ah, not all the Israelites have to go up against Ai. Send two or three thousand men to take it. And don't weary all the people. There are only a few men there. Oh, oh this sounds like a bad start. So Joshua listened to his spies, not always the best plan. He sent a few hundred men up to I, and what happened? Oh dear, the Israelites got thumped. Men died, and they got chased away. Oh dear, what has happened? Joshua realized he had made a seriously big mistake. He hadn't asked God if they should be taking eye. So, that was a bit of a failure. What should we do next? Joshua did what he should have started with. He went and pleaded with God. He went and tore his clothes and fell on the God, ground. And said, Lord, why did you bring us here? Why did you bring us here just so that we would be beaten by the people of I? Now everyone is going to think we're useless. Now the Israelites are going to feel useless. Oh dear. Well, fortunately, God heard Joshua's prayers and his pleas. And God gave him a very, very clear answer. God said, stand up. What are you doing down on your face? Israel have sinned. They have violated my covenant. They did not do what I commanded them to do. Someone took stuff from Jericho, those devoted things. And I'm not going to be with you until you sort this out. 
Oh dear. God was serious. God is serious about sin. When God says don't do it, he's serious. Don't do it. Joshua now had a problem. One of the Israelites had obviously done something they shouldn't have. One of them had kept something that they shouldn't have. And they were a big nation. How was Joshua going to figure out who had it? Now, the Israelites weren't just this big group of people that no one really knew who anyone was. They were in groups. If you think back, you might remember the tribes of Israel, 12 tribes. They were broken up into groupings. They were broken up into families. So Joshua goes, right, I need to find this person who sinned. Bring all of the Israelites to me. So all the Israelites came. Wow, there were a lot of Israelites. I didn't draw them all. That would be too many. So Joshua called them forward, tribe by tribe by tribe by tribe, until eventually he found out what was the tribe? The tribe of Judah. Okay, so someone in the tribe of Judah was the ones who didn't listen to God. Right, then he calls them group, next groups, clan by clan by clan by clan. This wouldn't have been quick. This was taking a while. And who's standing amongst the Israelites? Achan, the man with the devoted things. Do you think he came forward? Do you think he said, oh, it was me? No, he thought he could hide. But you can't hide from God. The clans came forward until the Zerahite clan was found. Then in the clans, there were families. And the family of Zimri came forward. And in the family of Zimri, who was there? None other than the man, Achan. The man who had caused all this trouble. He was the one who hadn't listened to God. He was the one who'd stolen stuff. Joshua says to him, where is it? And Achan has to tell him the truth. So he says, when I saw what was in that city, there was a beautiful robe from Babylonia and 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels. I coveted them and took them and I hid them on the ground under my tent and the silver too. Joshua sent them in to Achan's tent. They found the things that shouldn't have left Jericho. And Achan and his family and all of his things were taken out, stoned, and destroyed. Now Joshua can go back to God. Now he knows who was sinning. Now he knows what the problem was. And Joshua can turn and say, I'm so sorry, Lord. We found the person who didn't listen to you. We found the one who is disobedient. Now what? And the Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Take the whole army with you and go and attack I. For I, the Lord, have delivered the king and the city to you. Take Everything you can find in the city, keep the animals for yourself. Do what I say this time and let me teach you how you're going to beat them. So Joshua 
took some of his fighting men. They attacked the city from the one side. And then a whole lot of his fighting men came and hid round the back. Then this group ran away from the city and everyone rushed out of the city. And the people came in from the back and they ambushed it and they conquered the city. And all the while, Joshua was in control, telling the people what to do, telling them to trust God, showing them that listening to God is what they needed to do. And the city of Ai was conquered. City number two. Now the Israelites had learned a great lesson here. They'd learned what it means to listen to God. They'd learned that God doesn't go, mm, oh, well, ah, it's okay. No. God is serious about us listening to his words. So Joshua was serious too. He took all the people. He gathered them on two hills. He reminded them and read out all the law of Moses to them. He made a sacrifice to ask for forgiveness for their sins. He made a sacrifice to commit themselves to serving and loving God again. He reminded the people that they were nothing without listening to and understanding God. Sure, that's a busy story. We got a little bit of stealing, a little bit of hiding. A little bit of finding, a little bit of conquering, a little bit of no conquering, a whole lot of listening to the law, a whole lot of listening to God, a whole lot of trusting God. So how do we make sense of it all? Well, where are people? Where are my people? Who are these people? This is the man Achan. Was he one of God's people? To start off, yes. But then what did he do? He did not trust God or obey his promises. He chose to do his own thing. And he got the punishment that it deserves, which was death. And who is this man? This is Joshua, the leader of God's people. At the beginning, he was a little bit like, oh, we can beat anyone. Kind of forgot he needed God. But he'd been doing his own thing and then suddenly realized, oh, stop, turn back to God, ask him for forgiveness, listen to him, ask him for his help, listen to his word. And you know what? Believe his promises. And God was faithful. He gave him back the city of Ai. So here we have Achan doing his own thing, on his own mission, pretending he can hide from God, doing what he wants. And that led to his death. Joshua kind of started doing his own thing. I'm going to conquer the land without God. Realized, oh, that's not it. Turned around, and the Bible calls that repent. Turned around and said, Lord, I'm sorry. Please, I need to follow and listen to your word. I need to obey your rules. I need to love you more than anything else. Now, sometimes we're a little bit like Achan. Remember, he had the things he shouldn't have, and he tried to hide it, and he pretended that God wouldn't know. God knows what's in our heart. He knows when we're not listening to him. He knows when we're doing our own thing, and we're saying, Ah, God, not today. We mustn't be like Achan. Well, a lot of us are like Joshua. Just because we love Jesus and we trust in Jesus for eternal life doesn't mean we're always going to get everything right. But when we find ourselves doing our own thing 
And we realize, oops, we need to turn around, we need to repent, and we need to listen to God and serve Him and follow Him and love Him again. Okay, and one of the best ways for us to repent is to repent in prayer. So let me pray for us. Father, we're sorry for the times we try and hide our sin and do what we think is best. Please forgive us when we think that our plans are so much better than yours. Please help us to trust you, listen to you, love you, and live a life of faith and obedience to you. Amen. Right, so we've seen Rahab, the Canaanite who turned to God and had life with them. We've seen Achan, the Israelite, who turned away from God and made a bit of a mess of his life. We've seen Joshua and the people oh, realizing that they need to repent. But our adventures will continue in the book of Joshua next week. So I hope to see you back then. There's some activities on the tabs next to the video that I hope you can enjoy. Have a good week and stay safe. Bye.